to pray. They already knew how to pray. They were raised Jewish. Every morning they prayed the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Every morning a devout Jew would say the Shmonesrei, or the 19 prayers of devotion to God. They grew up praying. It's not, Lord, we don't know how to pray. You know, John gave this nifty course on prayer. Would you do the same? The idea is, Lord, teach us to do it. See, there's a lot of people who know how to pray that don't pray. You know, it's interesting that not one man or woman in the Bible who was greatly used in prayer ever read one book on it or attended one seminar on prayer. They just did it. And the disciples saw the power and the wisdom, and they saw that this Jesus was linked to his father, leaning upon his father for dependence. Lord, teach us to pray. As the disciples watched Jesus, they realized that he depended upon his father. Even though Jesus was powerful, he demonstrated it, he was authoritative, he was God in the flesh, Jesus himself said, the son does nothing of himself, but it's the father who lives in me that does the work. And they realized that at this point. In uh, the Gospel of Luke, and it's something the disciples observed, we read very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went to a solitary place where he prayed. The Son of God, with all of this power, God in human flesh, praying to his Father. At Jesus' baptism, it says, and he prayed, and when he did, the heavens opened. At another place, the scripture tells us, one of those days, Jesus went to a mountainside, to pray and spent all night praying to God. The disciples knew that it wasn't just the theology that was impressive, but the neology that was impressive in Jesus' life. And so, Lord, teach us to pray. They were saying, Lord, teach us to depend on the Father like you do. Show us our need. We want to depend. It's sad but true but it seems that mankind is almost incurably self-sufficient. That's part of the American culture, by the way. We pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. We make our own kind of pioneering adventures. We do it on our own. I don't need any help. That's what made us great. However, there are times when we come to an end of our self-sufficiency, like a catastrophe, Something horrible happens in our lives, and the instinctive thing, even for people who say, oh, I don't know if I believe in God, is to pray. Because at that time, there is an overwhelming sense of need. And unfortunately, we see prayer in that category. It's like an emergency parachute. I don't need it till I'm falling, and when I'm falling, whoo, pull on that baby, and it'll work. I hear a lot of... Uh, issue about prayer in school, and people make a big issue about it. I love what one person wrote. He said, as long as there are final exams to take, there will always be prayer in school. <laughs> Unfortunately, we see prayer like that. It's for the big problems. It's like a big aspirin pill. When it really hurts, that's when I see my need, and so I'll take it. But Jesus always saw his need, and there was a dependence upon the Father. <laughs> One little kid was asked by a preacher, he said, Do you say your prayers at night? Yes, sir. Would you say your prayers in the morning? He said, No, sir. In the daytime, I ain't scared. 
You see, that kid saw prayer as something just when he was scared instead of a total dependence upon the Father. I'd like you to turn back to Luke chapter 5, and let's look at an example, which perhaps was one of the things that prompted Peter and the others to come to Jesus and say, Lord, teach us to pray. Uh, Luke chapter 5 is a story of a fisherman and a preacher. Uh, Peter's the fisherman. Jesus, of course, is the preacher. And so it was, verse 1, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Galilee, or Gennesaret, and saw two boats standing by the lake, But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. So far, no argument from Peter. Peter, I'd like to borrow your boat for a pulpit. No problem, Lord. Love to do it. You can use my boat anytime you need, as long as it's for preaching. Look at the next verse.